Perhaps you'll recall that one of my goals as a death doula is to get people talking about death, to normalize the conversation. I want to get you talking about death. Today, I'm inviting you to a conversation, a conversation about death, sex, and grief. Welcome to Death Becomes Her, the mini-cast where we spend five to ten minutes discussing death, dying, and grief from a variety of angles. I'm your host, Lyella Kelly. Alice Radosh is a doctor of neuropsychology. After losing her husband of 40 years, she felt like she could cope. She had the skills and support systems she needed to navigate her loss, or so she thought. She was comfortable handling finances, car maintenance, and household repairs. She had family and friends who allowed her to openly talk about her loss. She had found comfort in memoirs like Joan Didion's popular The Year of Magical Thinking. Even with all these tools at her disposal, she said she was blindsided. There was something she hadn't considered— Sexual bereavement, a grief associated with the loss of sexual intimacy. She explained, gone was the appreciation and understanding of bodies that had aged together. The decades of shared humor and pillow talk that were intertwined with sexual enjoyment. I was unprepared for the depth of this loss. From her explanation, it's clear that this grief could not be easily overcome. It was a complicated combination of emotional, cognitive, and physical needs. Think about that. The loss she experienced wasn't just one thing. It was shared experiences, mutual understanding, and a physical relationship, all interwoven together. Where can a person turn to cope with the complexities of this form of grief? Well, that's where things get a little tricky. Research has revealed that negative attitudes toward later life sexuality still exist within the medical and therapeutic professions. Should these negative attitudes still exist? Should this really be an awkward topic? I'm going to say no. And this is my evidence. Bob Dole. Yes, Bob Dole, the senator who lost the presidential election to Bill Clinton. Over 20 years ago, at the age of 75, he appeared in an ad for Viagra, a little blue pill that exploded onto the scene, becoming the fastest-selling drug in history. Doesn't that say a little something about sex in later life? So back to Alice and her complex loss. Where could she turn? Being adept at research, she and her team surveyed 158 women who were 55 years and older. The results were revealing. 72% presumed they would miss sex if their partner died. Most women thought they would want to talk with friends about this aspect of their grief, but more said that they would rather their friend raise the topic first. Despite this preference, more than half said that it would not occur to them to bring up this topic with a widowed friend. And even if they did think of it, they'd probably be too embarrassed even with a close friend. Okay, so what have we learned? It seems that people want to talk about the grief they're experiencing related to the loss of sexual intimacy, but don't feel supported enough 
to address it either with medical professionals or close friends. And this is a problem because of something called disenfranchised grief. WebMD says this, Disenfranchised grief is when your grieving doesn't fit in with your larger society's attitude about dealing with death and loss. The lack of support you get during your grieving process can prolong emotional pain. End quote. Prolong emotional pain. We don't want that. We all want healthy, well-adjusted, emotionally balanced lives for ourselves and our loved ones, no matter our age or circumstances. The vast majority of us aren't therapists or medical professionals. They definitely have their place in the grief puzzle, but you and I, we are people who love other people. That puts us in a position to support our loved ones. Did you notice what the research revealed about what women needed from others? They wanted to be able to talk about their grief. They needed others to listen and acknowledge their loss. Could you set aside your own awkwardness and be that listening ear? As we have more and more conversations about grief, loss, and death, these topics will be normalized. Feeling normal in these conversations will help us to develop skills to support others, and in turn, others will know how to support us when we face these challenges. And isn't that what we all want? To be supported and to be able to support others. Thank you for listening to the Death Becomes Her minicast. Connect with me, Lyella Kelly, at www.leavingwellmt.com. Special thanks to Roman Belov for our intro and outro music. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, talking about death won't kill you. I promise. <laughs>